When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, welcome to the Tag Republic podcast. The following episode is an audio recording from a live broadcast we did on our Facebook page. During the chat, you will hear questions from the audience and even shout outs we give to the people that attended. If you want to be a part of the live broadcast, please make sure you follow us on Facebook so you don't miss a thing. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. Welcome to the Talk Republic. My name is Carolina Guzik, and today we have an amazing guest with us. Her name is Megan McSweeney, and we're going to chat about transitioning from either wedding or lifestyle photography into commercial photography. I think that's a topic that really interests me. I hope interests all of you. I'm always wondering, what am I going to do, you know, as I get older or, you know, for how long could I do weddings? So I think this is going to be really interesting. So Megan, before we start, what about you? Tell us a little bit about you and what do you do? Um, So I am first off a mom to two awesome kids. They're 12 and 13. I always say this is the portion of the year that it's embarrassing to say how old they are because they're (laughs) 17 months apart. Um, So I'm a single parent and I've been running my business for about 16 years, almost 17. So a really long time now. I went to college for photography. I basically say photography is my only marketable skill. (laughs) And so I primarily for the first maybe about 12 years only did family photos, you know, senior portraits and weddings. Weddings was about 75% of my business. Um, And then in the last few years, I've been transitioning to more commercial work. All right. So you, you used to do wedding photography, you used to do lifestyle photography. And for how long did you do that? I mean, I still do that to some degree. It's just a lower part of my business percentage than it used to be. This year was my big push to really switch to more commercial work. So this year I've grown my commercial side of my business by 800%. Wow. That's a huge markup. It's a huge difference. Um, So basically the amount that I was down in weddings, I've replaced with commercial work this year. And it's been a really, really fun ride to try to figure out a different aspect of photography and also just kind of reinvent my business, which, you know, when you've done it for a really long time, you kind of think you're, you've got that formula down. So it's a little tricky to figure out a new formula and a different approach. So I was just happy that there is the ability to reinvent yourself. I love that. I, I, I love what you said that reinventing yourself, getting out of your comfort zone. Also, mm-hmm. when you were doing photography for so long, 
I'm sure it happens to all of us. It starts to get a little bit stiff. Yeah. Start getting really comfortable. So I'm sure you're feeling brand new, like something new is happening in your life. It, it is. It's really different. And this year was really, really fun for me because because it was so different. And luckily I went to Brooks for, for photography. Sorry, I can't even talk. And then also a few years ago, I helped found the family narrative. So I, you know, made a lot of friends in that regards too. So it's been a really amazing experience because I've gotten to call my friends that do a lot of commercial work. I've done a lot of phone calls with folks. I've picked a lot of people's brains this year on, cause it is a really different thing. You know, yes. primarily for weddings and families, I have been reliant upon the fact that I've been in business for so long and I get so many direct referrals. And this is a different ballgame. Most of my commercial work I got, you know, that I used to get was because it just kind of fell into my lap because I shot that person's, you know, family pictures or whatever. And they asked me if I could do it. So that's kind of how I started to segue into the commercial, you know, side so of things. So many things to uh, discuss here. So yeah, let's, there is let's start. Let's start at the beginning. Why did you decided to go down? You know, to transition from what you were doing, where you were comfortable, you had your mm -hmm. clients, you were established into this brand new genre of photography. It, it, there, it's definitely like a multi-level reasoning. So okay. one of the things is about three years ago, I sprained my back. Mm. And it was horribly painful and I had to still shoot, obviously. So that whole wedding season, I had to pull off weddings by squatting, not bending forward, you know, et cetera. Like, I mean, I know most of you all know this, like wedding photography is actually a pretty intense thing. Like it's like a... It is um, a lot of physical work. 10, 10 to 12 hour workout. Like I forgot one time this one wedding I shot this year, I burned like 3,700 calories and walked like eight miles according to what? my Fitbit. I know. <laughs> it was so funny. So, um, and on top of that, my kids are older. So they're in school and then they have all of these after school activities. And I... Just, I still love weddings and I still want to shoot them. I love the storytelling aspect of them, but I don't want to be spending 35 weekends a year away from my family. I want the flexibility to be working during the week and also to get to see them and take my son to his horse shows and see my daughter's ballet recitals without feeling like I had to take every single wedding that came my way. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. I, I, I mean, so, I don't have any children of my own, but I completely understand. Like it gets a little bit old working every single weekend and yeah. you're missing out in, you know, like family events and I'm missing out in things that my husband is doing. So I wonder, you know, constantly I'm like, wh where am I going to go next? What's right. going to be next? I also, I mean, this is probably not going to sound so amazing, but I wonder physically like how long could I do weddings because it right. is as you said it is a lot of physical work a lot of you know standing up you have your gear on that is a lot of you know it's heavy so for how long could I really do this job without damaging you know like injuring myself or something like that so oh 100 percent 
I mean, I've made it through the last three wedding years because I have a physical therapist that I go to all the time. I feel old admitting this live. Sorry, guys. I go all the time to the chiropractor. It's like after a wedding, I'm like, ah, I need to like rearrange. I know. This stuff, like I have bad posture anyway, and then add two cameras pulling you down and some lenses. It's just really uncomfortable. And I don't mean to be a a giant wimp to say that. Like it just (laughs) is. It's hard. So like – for me, also, I feel like there, I I do love the weddings. I love the emotional connection that you get with your clients. I love the storytelling aspect of it, but I really feel like that draws, at least for me, it draws a lot of emotional energy too. So I, I mean, commercial work is not like that. Okay, <laughs> so you show up and you're trying to make like for me, I've primarily decided to work with businesses that are working on either brand imagery and, you know, like modern kind of headshots and that type of thing is my kind of niche niche that I'm going for. And, um, and, you know, you're just trying to make people look comfortable. And it's the same thing that we do in wedding photography and family photography. I like I like how, you know, 10 years ago, the whole wedding industry started changing a little bit. You know, pictures were very stiff, very formal. And then came all this movement of like photojournalistic. We're going to have a lot of fun. And I feel like in commercial work, we're now starting to get Mm -hmm. that movement. Like, okay, you don't need to look so like overly posed for your headshot. You know, we can showcase what you do. Like we can have fun with this commercial work. So I think that this is a good time to like get into that. Yeah, I mean, every every client that's hired me this year, that's exactly the thing. They want something that feels like it has movement or they're trying to tell their story of their brand. I mean, essentially, I feel like it's the same thing. You're like just taking the same skill set and putting it into trying to tell this brand story. And how can you pull that across versus like telling a couple's story? I love that. So... Again, we talk about like, this is completely new to you. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're not talking about the skills, you know, you have the skills, you, you know, you can do that. You can tell the story of a business or a couple, but branding, it's completely different. Are you, did you rebrand? What happened there? I did actually rebrand last year and I wanted to create a brand that was more cohesive for all of my photography. And I'm actually still working on, how I want to present that in totality for all of my clients. Like it's a really tricky thing to still continue to do the family pictures and the weddings. And I don't want to get rid of them. I actually am like the opposite of most people that say you need to specialize. I specialize in people. That's what I specialize in, you know? So like I want to diversify my business so that when the economy kind of tanks. If somebody still is working on their advertising or they're still going to hire me for weddings, that's what makes me feel comfortable. And I know has worked for 16 years. Do you know what I mean? I love that you said that because I, some, I know, I understand some people are very like, you need to niche, you need to Mm -hmm. really, really go very, very small. But I like what you said, you specialize in people. Yeah, that that's great. I like that. Uh, I, I myself have even my own tagline that goes, I'm a contemporary photographer for awesome people. So if you're awesome, <laughs> awesome. We, we're going to do, you know, we're going to do business, but if you're boring, probably not. So I, I like that. I, I also think that giving something like that gives people a lot of freedom. You know, it, it, it lifts some weight off their shoulders. They don't need to just 
super focused on something, they can be really good at what they do. And as you said, diversify a right. portfolio, especially when you said we don't know like what turn the economy it's going to have. You should have a lot of experience under your belt so you can, you know, do things like, you know, different. right. And I mean, for you, I mean, I know for me, isn't it boring to do the same thing all the time? Like, yep. It's so much more fun for me when I have a week where I know that I'm going and I'm going to take some family photos and I have the little kids and maybe the little kids are awesome or maybe they're screaming their heads off. And then I go and take a picture of like, you know, 20 attorneys and they all come and they smile and it's like very easy. And I'm like, oh, here's my reflector and it's really pretty light and it's all very controlled. You know, it's just, nice you don't to have, have to, you don't have to chase a toddler around. Yeah, exactly. It's just fun to kind of have the different aspects. And I really do feel like it for me, what I've decided to concentrate on kind of really concentrates on the same thing, which is making people comfortable. I like that. So yeah. let's ask a little bit more business questions. Like sure. how are you finding these clients? So I do think that the commercial work is a lot more hustle. Okay. Then, you know, for instance, like I said, I was relying person on personal referrals a lot for the weddings and the families. So for what I've been doing is going to a lot more networking groups. Okay. Um, and for me, that seems to be working. I like, I like talking to people. I like the interaction. I don't really feel like all of the ones I've gone to aren't like, oh, here's my business card. Do you know what I mean? It's not particularly yeah. salesy. It's just kind of like getting together with a coffee and having a chat. Um, and then on top of that, like I've just developed a little like postcard kind of thing that I'm sending to mm -hmm. some marketing directors. I've, I met with a business coach this year and I realized that like, I don't actually want to target the smallest, smallest businesses. The most successful I've been is working with businesses that have like two or three different branches. Like I had to really dial in who I wanted to focus on. Okay. They had a marketing department. You know what I mean? So I've basically kind of been looking up businesses in that genre of like in that kind of size of business in the markets that I've, you know, worked with, with attorneys, with doctors, with, um, so pretty much of course, architects. you want to still work with a business that still has the disposable income to invest yes, in good exactly, branding. Exactly. Exactly. And they generally, the ones that I've worked with that have been the most successful have had marketing departments. So I've been looking at people's like marketing directors and sending them like intros and just continuing to, you know, show up, show my face, say hi, you know, try to introduce myself somehow. Last year at the Family Narrative, Wynne Wiley was talking about commercial work and he said, he, he said flat out, he was like, the best thing you can do is just keep introducing yourself to more and more people. And I do feel like that's really the key to success is just showing up. I think that's an amazing uh, tip that you just gave us because sometimes we rely a lot and like, oh, I just, you know, get referrals, word of mouth. And we get a yeah. little bit lazy on, on this of like going outside of your house and meeting right. new people. Right. Absolutely. I mean, so that's what I meant, like in terms of the hustle, Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like it's definitely a little more, it actually like kind of feels a little bit better to me because I don't feel like I'm just waiting for jobs to come in. Does that make sense? Like it's good. It's proactive. Like you feel like you're doing something to like get more jobs. 
And I mean, to be fair, obviously you can do that with weddings as well. That's but, a tip that applied to any, yeah, really. And yeah, I I'd kind of backed off a lot on the wedding networking simply because I'm, I'm a single parent. I didn't have my kids all of the time. So like when they were home, I wanted to be home with them. And then often the wedding networking was at night on the weeknights. Yes. Well, business networking is during the day. <laughs> It's at like 8 a.m. or at lunchtime. A lot of breakfast. Yeah. So a lot of just the, you know, a lot of this just worked a little bit better for my life. Does that That's, make sense? Yeah, definitely. That That's really, I remember years ago, a friend of mine invited me to like a business networking and I was mm -hmm. the only photographer there. It was the first time ever that I network outside of like the industry and it was a lot of lawyers, as you said, a lot of accountants and it was like a little breakfast and I felt a little bit out of my place because I'm like, I've never done this. But as you said, you have to go and look for business everywhere. As you said, right now you're doing commercial, but for people that are either listening to this or watching this and you are still thinking about wedding or families, you, I always say you need to start looking for clients outside of like that standard, you know, place, you know, like the standard oh, yeah. niche. So go out and reach for new people. But I, I mean, definitely like what you said. Have you contacted any of your former clients that were family or, foot or you know, weddings and they're lawyers? And I, actually, like, hey. I actually get hired by my former clients all the time. That's really honestly how I got started in commercial work. Anyway, that's one of the things I was going to say is that I have so much crossover that this year when I started making my website, I had clients that were like, why don't you have your commercial work on this website? Like, we didn't even know you did commercial work. Mm. So, you know, but then people that are commercial photographers are like, oh, you can't have weddings and families on here. It looks terrible. You know, so it's definitely, I think, hard to figure out how to display the two different things. Mm -hmm. But when I asked my clients for testimonials, it was like, oh, this person hired me for branding imagery for his business also hired me for, you know, met me through their wedding photography, hired me for a baby's first year plan. I mean, I have so much crossover in all of my business. I just do. It just, that's naturally how it kind of works for me. So like, for instance, this year I took on a school and that school had a lot of doctors and <laughs> lawyers. Well, I, from the school that I did the photos for, I did the brand imagery for the school's marketing. Then they asked me to do the school photos of the kids. Then I got hired for five family portraits, That's including awesome. one documentary and two headshots. That's amazing. That one job where I was hired to come and take the photos for their marketing for the school's website. Isn't That's that funny? It's amazing. I love it. And it's also such a great, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, you know, stay open for opportunities. Yeah. yeah so, you just don't know how they're going to come and, and how things will kind of play out. And I love not, not, you know, saying, Oh, I'm sorry. I can't do that. I'm only a wedding photographer. Mm, that's good. <laughs> that's <laughs> So let's talk a lot. I mean, you don't need to tell me your pricing, nothing like that. But mm -hmm. I had a conversation with a friend of mine. She does a lot of family photographer photography, but she's been also because she she photographs like all these supermodels. Now mm -hmm. they, you know, the brands that you know represent the supermodels, they want her to photograph their products. Right. So she didn't know how to price herself. 
Like, what's the difference? How should a person price for commercial work? Okay, so this is literally the hardest part. Okay. <laughs> and why I called all of my friends and I'm like, I don't know. What do I do? I have no clue. So it's really interesting to me because also you have to really consider usage rights. And that okay. is the biggest tip that I can really give. One of the things that I've found really helpful is I sometimes go and I look at the Getty calculator. Um, and that sometimes it's honestly quite high okay. in comparison to what I could charge in my town. I did have quite a few um, meetings with other photographers just to make sure that I was kind of charging on par. I'm definitely a fan of making sure that you price yourself well and not underprice other photographers and not overprice. Um, I got very lucky in that I got hired by a, um, a, for a huge rebrand for a law firm this year, and I knew the marketing director. So when I gave my quote, I actually felt comfortable enough to ask her. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so like where was my quote in comparison to everyone else's? And she actually said that a few photographers came in twice as much as me for their usage rights. And some photographers came in half as much as me. So I think there's a wide spectrum. I really do. And I think it just comes boils down to what you feel comfortable with charging. It is different. Typically, people charge either a half day rate and then a full day rate. They don't typically do hourly coverage. Um, which I know a lot of, you know, wedding and event photographers will do hourly coverage. Yeah. Um, so it is, it is a tricky thing. I, and I, wish, what, I wish I could tell you more specifically, but it's really hard. I don't think that is like a, like an X, Y answer. I yeah. just remember when my friend was having, when we were having this conversation, she contacted me. She was like, I don't know how to price this. I was like, I have no idea, but I have a friend that only does fashion photography. So mm -hmm. let me call him. So I call him, he gave me like a bulk number, but what he said that you just mentioned is like, the most important thing is the usages of images. He's like, with this bulk part that I charged that was in the thousands of dollars, he said they have the usage of the images for one year. Right. If they want to use their images after that year, you know, if they want to continue using those images in their promotions, in their websites, in, you know, the catalogs, they have to pay me more. And that's when I said, he said, that's when I give them a price for like, If you pay me this amount of money, you can use them forever or we right. can do a yearly, you know, contract. So I think it's interesting to find out uh, how it works. I think it's very difficult also to say like, oh, you should charge $5,000. Right. Every exactly. market is different. Right. But if you're listening to this podcast, I think that consider that this is not a family session and you should not be charging $600 for commercial work. Right. Right. 100%. That's what to say, right? <laughs> I actually struggled at first because while I think that my day rate was really appropriate and, and according to friends that like I live in Richmond, Virginia, which is a smaller market, I am pretty close to DC. So I can go up there for work, but you know, I called my friends in LA, I called my friends in New York and, and my day rate was fairly close to theirs. It was still less than what I charged for a wedding. So okay. that to me, I didn't really like that. Um, I will say not because it's, 
I think that you should be able to charge a business more than you're charging people that are getting married and not just because they have an emotional connection to the images. Does that make sense? Like the value of your photography literally is promoting this business so that it makes all of its money. I think that sometimes uh, when, when I photograph like events for companies or things like that, what I do is I take a look at the company and I mm-hmm. see how much the company is worth. And then I make an assessment. I'm like, okay, this company is worth millions of dollars. They're having this you know, event. Then I know how much up can I go on my pricing according right. to that because clearly they have the budget for it. Right. So I think it's a little bit, as we said, it's not a black or white um, a statement that we can say, yeah, you should be charging a thousand, two thousand, three thousand. I think also depends in every single business, as you said, and it's quite important to analyze the like the, the, the business itself. You know, if it's a right. lawyer, you know, firm, how long they've been in business, how many lawyers do they have, what kind of law do they practice, and then you can make an assessment on how much you should be charging. Right. Am exactly. I correct? <laughs> I think so. I do. I'm, I mean, I honestly try to charge similarly um, for each company that I work with. But what that does is it eliminates a lot of the smaller businesses. Um, I do have a friend that I thought this was really interesting. And I'm considering doing it, but I have not done this yet, where they actually have a retainer program. So basically, they have a full day rate that they okay. charge a company. But they give them one hour a month so that that company is able to have, you know, new images per month for their social media and that kind of thing. So they're actually making the same as a day, but it's spread out. I mean, that's just a different business model, but I think it's really interesting. There's just a lot of ways that you can approach it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, this is, again, this is a huge topic. Clearly, we won't be able to cover all of it here on this chat, but at least food for thought that you can, you know, do different things with this uh, commercial work. Right. Absolutely. Awesome. So do you find your clients that are commercial work easier to manage the whole client itself than what weddings were? I I would say 100%. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like a more like a less emotional transaction. Yeah, exactly. There's there that aspect of it is not really there. The only time where I feel like it's there a little bit is when it's a smaller business and they're really emotionally invested in their business doing well, obviously. But for the most part, it's all very, very professional. And so, like I said, like it just has a different feel to it. It just, to me, feels a little bit easier in that regards. I think, I think, yeah, because you don't, and I also think time, right? You're working with a couple for months and it seems that a company might hire you within a month of doing business. So like the time frame that you're spending with that client is less than what you would do with a client. Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely less of an emotional connection, which I think that maybe some people may or may not have, you know, sorry, I got distracted by a question. Yeah, I just just (laughs) a question here on, on the screen and they ask, are you charging commercial rates when a company hires you for headshots of multiple individuals within a company or for an individual who hire you from a company? What? So, <laughs> oh, I think I understand what you're saying. So basically you're asking if I've worked for a company or individuals. I've actually done both. Okay. Um, I, have an, I have a headshot rate that I do for individuals, but typically I'm being hired by companies. And they're they're doing all of their employees. Awesome. I did that once. It was like 15 people for headshots. I was like, wow. It's super fun. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I like, I like, I like, as I said, I like, I can't even say this. Gosh, I need to, I need water. <laughs> I like the fact that now corporations are changing the way they approach business and they're a little bit more laid back and you have more flexibility and more creativity as a prof- like as a, as a photographer to create things that are really cool for the company instead of a stiff images. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's actually been really interesting. I've had a few inquiries this year that were like, oh, we want, you know, traditional backdrop photos. And I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> Like I will I not them do. and I was like, I'm so sorry, but I don't think I'm the right photographer for you. And I felt comfortable being able to do that because I had other jobs. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I didn't feel like I had to make myself fit. Whereas for a long time in my business, I did make myself fit and it burned me out. Like I kept trying to do things that weren't my forte. Like I cannot do a bridal portrait in a studio to save my life. That is not my gift. I need to be outside. It needs to be more of like an editorial type feel. Um, and it was like so freeing when I finally could just tell brides, I'm so sorry, go visit this studio for that. Like I can't do that. I, I can't do it. And I, and we actually like anytime I do say that now, it's like I get a good laugh out of it. I think it's really funny because I would love to be able to, but I can't pull it off. Like, <laughs> and that is amazing that that you know that you know what what you're good at and what you just don't like. Yeah. So have you? Because this is a topic that we always have within like the family industry. It's like, oh, we need to educate clients, yaddy yaddy. Do you feel the same way about commercial work? Like, if they're like, oh, we want to have you know the standard backdrop, would it be like? What about if we do things differently? Do you know that or not? It's it's actually been really interesting. All of the jobs that I've gotten hired for this year have given me almost total creative license, which to some degree is really amazing. And then to some degree is really tricky. And I almost wonder if when you have that, if you should charge more money because it's a lot more work. Does that make sense? Yes. like it's it's like a blessing and a curse to try to figure out that aspect of it and like I said I'm I'm pretty new to this so it's it's really interesting to try to figure that out. I don't have a lot of people that hire me. I think simply because I haven't taken those jobs. Does that make sense? When people are writing and they're asking for something very specific, then I will say what how I would approach it. I do a whole PDF when I send in a quote. And I say how I would approach the job. So I give some ideas of like what I would provide location wise or like what, what we should look for location wise, or if I'm trying to tell a story, how I would approach doing that, because I want them to know like the whole picture, not just, Oh, she charges, you know, this amount for the day. Does that make sense? Yes. So so in that way you are kind of educating the client. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Good. I just want to say that we have a couple of people watching us live. There is a little bit of a delay on the video. So if you guys want to ask questions, maybe this is the time to write them down on the comments. So in a couple of seconds when they pop up, we can, you know, address them. So Megan, what is something that you are loving right now? Just in general? In general, <laughs> what are you loving? Well, I am very, very lucky, and I have an amazing meditation teacher. And this year, I started with a meditation group. Okay. And, and it's so interesting because it's basically called – they. it's kind of like experience and guidance. But these women have 
it just is such a supportive environment and the meditation has completely changed how I approach life, you know, and it's just helped kind of free me from anxiety. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm totally free of anxiety. I'm definitely, you know, lean that way naturally, but it's just been kind of a life changing experience for me. I love meditation. Love it, love it. Years ago, like decades ago, I was trained on transcendental meditation. Oh yeah, that's awesome. It was really good. And this year, like starting January 1st, I was like, I want, I want to track my meditation. So I got uh, a Headspace app. Yeah, I love that app. Do my meditation daily. uh, And now I have added on top of my Headspace uh, meditation, I added a Kundalini meditation practice. Cool. So this just got very hippie, this conversation. (laughs) I love the Headspace app just for the notifications that it sends. Yes. Aren't they awesome? You guys, they send like daily like reminders to just basically kind of wake up to where you are and not just be operating it without paying attention. And it's really quite amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. So I'm glad that you're loving meditation. So where could people, where where can people find you? Oh my God, I need water. (laughs) We're going to, we're going to make it through this. We can do it. (laughs) Where can people find you? So I have two websites right now because I'm still working on this because I have a hard time finishing things. You guys, I'm really sorry. (laughs) Um, So my website is just MeganMcSweeney.com. And then my commercial website is MeganMcSweeneyPhotography.com. And I finally figured out what I'm going to do in the future for how to approach these. So I'm just going to do the old school like splash landing page where you can click families and weddings or you can click commercial work and I'll have one website home. So that's what I'm currently working on right now. And I'm really excited about it because I think it alleviates that issue of, you know, people going, oh, I didn't even know you did commercial work or I didn't know you did families. I feel like for me, it kind of is going to be the best of both worlds. You'll get to, if you are interested in the commercial work, you can just go to that spot. So that's my off-season project, and I'm super excited about that. Awesome. Do you see yourself, like, in 10 years only doing commercial, like, completely leaving families and weddings? I think that to some, some aspect of my work will always involve children because that is where I find the most amount of joy in photography. Um, but I don't really know. I, I really don't like it's things have evolved for me, like so many different times in my career that like 10 years from now, I, I, I think I'll still be taking photos. I hope so. <laughs> I, I really like them. <laughs> I hope so. Yes. I mean, this was conversation was really, really good. I really appreciate first of all that you had the patience to deal with this technology issue for 30 minutes before we went live so thank you so much of course i'm happy to do it i'm glad you share with all of us like so many topics so many little points and again if you're listening to this i hope that you get out of this conversation that you can expand your portfolio you can choose to do different genres of photography and that you can still make money doing something else even if you love photography and you can put like a fun twist to it Right. And make your business work for your life. Exactly. Make your business work for your life. That's the most important because otherwise, why did we go into like business if we are going to be slaves of our own business? That's not fun. No, not at a bit. Awesome. So we don't have any more questions. Thank you so much for all the people that join us live. Megan, once again, thank you so much. Friend of the Talk Republic, 
always the doors will be open you know if you want to chat about anything that will be amazing so thank you for doing this and for all of you that watch us live thank you guys for joining us bye, and i'll guys. see you very soon with another guest bye Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for The Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next week.